What's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying our YTG Global Podcast. This couldn't be possible without Anchor, which is by far the easiest way to make or produce a podcast. Why do you ask? Hmm. Simple. Because they're free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I want to... But that's, that, but that's the shit that'd be dope. That, that's the shit that, that'd be dope because literally it was this one trip right. that, that has changed the lives of everyone on my whole team. Yeah, yeah. My wife included. It's changed everyone's whole everything. When was this we, trip? Huh? When was, was the trip? This was in New York in October. This yeah, was, yeah. Um, the week of the 18th. The 17th, 18th. Is that when you did that speaking engagement? Yes. <laughs> and like everybody, everybody was just like, who is this kid talking right, right. to this big ass name engineer? <laughs> Who's this black kid? And I'm just like, yeah, my name's Will, blah, blah, blah. And I do this, this, and this. And it, everything just kind of, from there, it just was like, Phew. I love it, man. Dog, it's, I, I can't wait. That's, and it's like, it sucks because it's one of those, I can't tell you everything. But I can, Are you going to tell us as much can, as possible I'm today? Saying, I, I can skate on, I can skate on the outskirts. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like basically shooting off the backboard. I can, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> if, it go, if it goes in and you get it, I understand. We're going to get into it. I'm looking forward to it. Will, what's going on with you, baby? How you doing today? Oh man, I'm doing awesome. It's you fine. Know, it's add this podcast on here. Yeah, get d- the get the link, the timeline. You know, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to all my haters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it's good to finally get you out here. We try and get this for like three, four months almost. Yo, that's it's been you, nuts, man. Like, yeah. Actually, when you first, what, what was it? What, what what month was it when you first? Actually, you? no, I think it was like July. But thing is that my 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 equipment got all fucked up, and I was downstairs in the basement trying to work Yo. this out. I had to, I built all this shit up real quick and made it happen. I I go front. Yo, this joint is fire. Yeah. Like, like as you look around, you're like, you know what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Trying to do a little something here, maybe a little drywall one day. Hey, we'll man. see. Hey, look, look, look. Congratulations though on your podcast, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, congrats to you, Grammy baby. Oh man, I'm trying my look. I don't I don't think people understand. I really don't. Like it's it's nuts right now. Yeah. It's real real nuts. What's um, going on with it? Um, I got a I got a nice amount of big records. The problem here's the problem, right? What's the problem? The problem with when you do big records hmm. for, for like big artists and a big label, you don't know if the record makes the album or not. Okay. And that's the problem. So I could tell you names a mile long, but it means nothing until it makes the album and I get the credit for it. Do you want to tell us some names you work with? Um Can you can you do that? You know what the funny thing is? So I've worked, I've actually worked with quite a few people over the years. Right, right. Um I've actually done, I did a little work with some universal artists. Unfortunately, like I said, I can only say so many things. <laughs> um, I've done some work with some Warner artists. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is actually a very, is a very local guy who is amazing. Okay. Crazy producer. Um, anyone that knows me already knows who it is. So trust me, it's, yeah, awesome. So you, first, how about for the people that I'll, don't know him? I'll give, don't know I'll, you. I'll give the first two letters. His first name is DJ. <laughs> 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 but no, 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 no. But that, but that's actually uh. a very big hint because most of those people, most of the people that know, actually know that he is signed to Warner, and the people that he's associated with are not people. Hey, internet, do with. the math. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. Plus, my page is open to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, man. Um, 
let's see what else um i mean you had talked about this the other day so yeah, I got, yeah. got a publishing deal with integrity publishing um congratulations by the way thank you very much absolutely Sh- shout out to them um they are amazing um shout shout out to my my publishing handler um trevor gibson <laughs> <laughs> Now he right now look me and, yo man me and Trevor when we met in New York yo he hmm. he is dope like he's he's about to be my partner in crime and he I think he realizes it now because it's like my 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 workload from when you first when me and you first started doing music yeah, yeah. to now right right probably quadrupled so when when me and you first met like what like two years ago now ah shit I think, yeah yeah it's something like two like years that. now so yeah look, so me when you first met hit me up. Right? Yeah, and I was like first getting like you know the Google going, and I'm actually doing work and stuff like that. With, yeah, I remember with that. Artists like locally, and then I started doing regional artists. Like this is when I had like five stars, <laughs> 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 like on, on the Google review back when I had five five people doing five gave me five star reviews. Yeah, right? yeah. So now I last year I probably did I probably did like anywhere from three to four hundred artists last year. That's crazy. I probably did. About, that is a crazy amount. I probably mixed about two to three hundred records last year. Like. Yeah, we had again those 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 records from Jesse Jane. Shout out, shout out to her. Um, oh, okay. Number one, number one, amazing female DMV artist. Yeah, she yeah. also made the top twenty five up and coming DMV artist list this like year. It. She also is a cancer survivor. So shout out to her. damn. Um, yeah. Yo, hey, look when I, when I talk when I tell you she put it all on the line for this record. Mm-hmm. She went ham, stupid, and it it paid off in the biggest way ever. Like. She she did with her with her album what most artists should probably do that that don't have their life on the line. Okay. She literally was like, "If I die tomorrow, this is what you're gonna have to remember me by." And it was fire. All the records were fire. That's yeah. what I love best when it comes to artists when their back is against the wall, they have nothing to lose. <laughs> she out here swinging. She ain't even in the DMV right now. She in Miami mm. <laughs> shooting a video. Like like people don't know she blow if she blows up and gets her deal, people mm-hmm. have no idea what she's going to bring to the game. Like. She she's not one of those female rappers like it's not always about sex like she literally has all kinds of depth to her music and the fact that she dedicated this whole album to beating and fighting cancer is I think what really drew people in. Is that the whole what the whole album's about right there about her her, her, her struggle not, or is it is it more than that? Uh, no, the album's about her life. It just okay. so happens that her yeah. life is the struggle of of fighting cancer. Damn. So she has yeah. all these different records. She got party records on there. You know, she got records about just being. being well, a obviously, young woman. Shooting, shooting a video in Miami. Yeah. I mean, like she got records about being being a young woman. But at the same time, she has records on there that is literally showing people like this is the fight. This is the struggle. I'm, right. here, I'm here to win. Like you, you take a, you you get what you take away out of it. But she's here to win. Yeah, exactly. And so here she is winning. And it's one of those things. Where everyone, it's one of those. She's doing it in in a very public way. So if you if you like oh who's Jesse Jane you can literally go look her up and you can see it <laughs> like you can watch this growth and be like holy crap look at her she's out here like and you can see the moment when she changes like mm-hmm. you can you can literally visibly see from where she was like I'm out here to yeah I'm out here and you she know? recorded at your studio oh yeah yeah, oh, full, yeah. full album or full album yo <laughs> full album full so- album we did the we did the recording the mixing. And guess what? Hmm. The mixing was so dope. She didn't even get it mastered. So all the records they're playing on the radio are my records. <laughs> all the mixes. That's it. How many records do you have on the radio? Um, but, but with her joint, they yeah. actually played like what? I think they played like five or six. I think they played the whole album on there. So that was like six joints in one day. And then she had like I think two or three in rotation. Yeah. Um, I got a, I got a one guy in Miami. Um, Killer Tracks. Okay, that's Great. the name. Yeah, that's his yeah. name. Um, he got this one joint called Act Three. Murders it. Yeah. The underground loves this guy. Like, again, like all these artists I'm working with right now. I've either known them for a while or mm-hmm. they've just been kind of bubbling. And so he's starting to really get some burn. 
on the indie, on the indie scene. Like he's starting to come up. Um, my other big guys, like these are like my heavyweight guys right now, right? So I got my one guy, Kabir. You're about to hear his album. It's called his, well, his single. It's called Favorite. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard the record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Record Rec- dope, by the way. Yo, the record yeah. is tough, man. When that thing dropping? So he's gonna drop it when he's dropping when he does his radio interview for ninety five point five. <laughs> and when's that When's that WPGC baby Yeah, hey. yeah. When's that supposed to happen I, I can't even tell you I can't even tell you right now But you know I- <laughs> <laughs> Hey well you gotta give us something baby Well look, look it's Like I said That's why I said like, There's only so many things Like I can't Look if, if you really want to find out You gotta, you gotta go follow that man like, Yeah and, and like I said It's his his growth You have If you look and watch You'll see when it began Like when he When me and him first met It's not like he, he just started rapping mm-hmm. I think he had only been rapping Maybe a year or two before Right And so when we met Everyone that works with me, they'll tell you I I have a certain sound. All right, I, I I really do work a lot with like singers and stuff like that. But when I work with rappers, I I work with rappers that are trying to discover themselves. Like again, you you can attest to this. Yeah, absolutely. When, you, when you're trying to get a sound, that's what I'm here for. I'm, yeah, I'm here to be like, oh word, this is what you want. Let's mm-hmm. get let's get it, and I'm gonna show you how to get it. So once we get there, it gives you it gives you the the opportunity to be like, okay, you know what? If I could do this, what else can I do? And that's what I love about working with, like, that's what I love about working with artists, period. But, like, Kabir has this thing. He kind of morphed from this rapper to this rapper slash singer. And he didn't realize how dope it was until he started performing. Mm. And that was what we had always talked about. Like, and, and me and you, again. Me yeah, and, performance and I always, changed everything. And I always, drop, I always drop back to me and you because yeah. you've literally worked with me. So yeah. it's like, you know, when we make these records, we make the records to be performed. Exactly. So when, so when we when there's a drop or when there's a when there's an effect somewhere or there's a delay somewhere, it's to be performed. So right, when right. you perform, we want this reaction. So that record favorite and a whole other yo, his, yo, yeah, his project. Yeah. His project is stupid. I want you to realize when you hear the project, you're like, Oh crap, what? <laughs> oh word. How many tracks? Um, I can't tell you that yet. Uh, no, there's only there's only two reasons I can't tell you that. Reason number one, because he's actually doing a joint project with the other heavyweight. I'm telling you. About, oh, yep, yep. Mar- Marley IB. Yeah, my guy. So Mar- and yeah, shout out to Marley. Hey, look, if you don't know who Marley IB is, you are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> like the internet loves Marley. Like, yeah, talk about him. Like his numbers are st- number one. His numbers are stupid. I love to get him on and, here too as well. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. OTMT for life, yo. He, yo, Mar- it's got like twenty five thousand followers right now no. on Twitter. No, no, he's got more than that he's now. He's got like forty or fifty or something. Like, yeah, yeah, like Marley do it. Yeah, Marley's stupid. Yeah, like, Marley doing his thing. He's out here like yeah. wilding out. So with with Marley, they're doing a joint album, and so the joint album is gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a little yeah, a little preview. Yeah, look, man, look, look. I'm gonna tell you right now, y'all. They they're on their like Drake shit right now because it, it is like light skin season. <laughs> <laughs> it is light skin season. They Talk- they are out here like their their shows. You got to see this. You show. went to the show. No, see that's the thing, and I did. I, I haven't been to any of their shows yet. I haven't. Uh, look, 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 so I hadn't been to the show yet, but hmm. they keep giving me all the footage. <laughs> explain, explain the footage then. Okay, so th- number one, number one, and I'm not trying to get Kabir in trouble. These girls, <laughs> these girls are are crazy. Okay, huh. all right, these girls are nuts. Where they perform at? Um, the footage you've seen. Oh man, I, from what I've seen, see how crazy where these girls like are. Baltimore and DC because they're, they're performing every week, so it's it's everywhere, everywhere, like, everywhere. <laughs> U Street, K Street, like it's like, oh, where we at? We on Baltimore? We in Baltimore? Where you at in Baltimore, man? I'll tell you after the show. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I get. That's what I look. I'm, 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 I'm like mixing a record. I'll be like, hey, where you at? We might come out there and come see you, man. We on stage right now. What? <laughs> uh, them boys working hard. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like all I hear is a microphone and everyone's singing back. You my favorite. <laughs> and I'm like on the phone. I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> 
go on, go on, go on. You ain't gonna be, don't don't put me out here like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nah, but but the records are dope. Um, now the big big surprise heavyweight is a cat named Goofsan, right? He has the most plays and streams out of all the artists I worked with last year. How much? Probably, How many plays? How many streams? Probably anywhere from I want to say one point two. Damn. Yeah, million, not not. Not yeah. thousand. We're talking. Yeah. Yo, now, this is this is where I think people are going to go crazy for because okay, he's the guy that came out of nowhere. He literally just started doing music in May. <laughs> Woody. Wow. Okay. All right. I. I. This. Okay. How look, old? I really. I really. I. Can you say that? Are you willing to say that? What age is age? Oh, I think he's like what nineteen or twenty something. No, okay. he's, he's in college, so I want to say he's like twenty, maybe that's, one, yeah, twenty-one. That's solid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, st- he's still young. Um, still growing. So we, so we had a consultation interview the other day, right? And by I, the way, how much do you charge for our consultations for the people out there? Um, I charge a hundred dollars an hour. Um, two hours is normally what we need for the for those <laughs> for those that are paying any actual attention when it comes to making money in this industry for those that actually want to make money and a living I do this full time <laughs> right this is my full time job I literally have been helping artists get their first royalty check again hey how it's <laughs> true okay. he's right like ain't no lie like like that that to me has always been the the goal the the goal really wasn't a platinum plaque and all this other stuff and yes I I want to win a Grammy yes that that's my personal goal but mm-hmm. the goal has always been to make sustainable income like that that to me is the life goal of everybody so if I'm an artist if anyone says that they're an artist I always in my mind was like yo let me help you make money like I don't I don't, I don't care how we do it let's just do it and let's, if, if we can do it the right way so that way you don't got to worry about any kind of legal recourse well guess what bam let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the reason why I tell artists, like, yo, just lease the beat. Lease it. Like, you can get the lease. We're going we gonna to make it work. Oh, a second. I want to get back in that yeah. a second. I want to get back in that one because I, I know you're going off early today. But uh, your consultation with uh, with old boy. Oh, with Goof? All yeah. Right. Yeah. How'd it go with Goof? Um, okay. So a lot of the laws have changed, especially, like, with the Music Modernization Act. Let's talk so, about it. So with the Music Modernization Act, there are two really, really big things that are apparent right now. Number one, engineers will get paid. Now, engineers have been able to get paid before, but now it's like one of those legal law kind of things where it's like, hey, you got to pay your engineer yeah. as far as royalties go. Cool. So, I, I, I'm 100% with out, that. Shout out to Sound Exchange. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sound Exchange is here for all of us. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want, you want this radio? You want these radio royalties? Me too. I'm, yeah. Like, it, it's like, this is the weird thing, right? So I'm on the other side of the fence now. I'm no longer really the, the guy on the outside like a lot of artists looking in. I'm on the inside. So it's like, <sighs> Look, man, this is what you're supposed to do to make your money. Mm-hmm. This is what we've all been doing. Has that worked? <laughs> and it's like everyone's like, eh, no, not real. Uh, yeah, exactly. Time to change the game. Like, come on now. <laughs> Let's get it together. You know what I mean? But again, with Goof, so we had we have the consultation, and he it was a it was a great consultation because he realized his mistakes. He realized his mistakes. He kicked himself a little for his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Cause man, his payouts would have been stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, I, f- I feel like that after I talked to you about the, with the whole consultation thing, I was like, wow, I didn't know that half this shit even existed. Well, and and that's the and that's the problem. Yeah, the problem. The major problem is a lot of artists don't know, and it's like, 
and and now I'm going to show my age now. So, <laughs> so as a 35 year old, right? Let me let me tell you the way the game used to be. The game used to be that managers and A and R's existed like that, so they would help you. Like they were there to help you. Your yeah, per, your A man. Yeah. yeah, you know your personal manager. They look. For all the people that got screwed over, there's a lot of artists that didn't get screwed over. There's a lot of people that were fighting in the trenches for a lot of good artists to mm-hmm. not get screwed over. And it wasn't their fault if they did. It would right. be it'd be the label who were just like, Well, your project ain't gonna sell because you're just not young anymore. Something stupid. You know, something stupid like that by the label, not you, by you, people, but yeah, the yeah. label. So, How do you feel about that? Eight. Um well things are different now. It's, yeah. In twenty nineteen things are different now. Like I get all the time, like, I'll get an older artist all the time. Or I'll get younger artists say, oh, man, you know, I'm getting older and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, the internet exists. I'm like, have y'all not seen? There's like 40, 50, 60-year-old people making Rick music. Ross like 45. Making hit records for the last 10 years. Like, and not slowing down. Like, that's the th- And that's the thing. That's a great thing that you brought up. If Rick Ross is 45 years old, right, Rick Ross has been putting out hit records for a decade, right? Right. When he was a decade ago, he was 35. Now, if we put this into actual perspective... 35, which means there's a decade worth of young kids that have been saying every day I'm hustling. Like, like, come on, man. Like, age is, a, is an irrelevant factor that only exists because someone in a marketing campaign was like, yo, you know what? We're going to put a young ass out here. That's all. We're going to put out this young guy and this young girl. And we're going to make all the young kids dance, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the reality... Do, do they still exist? Of course. Of course. Like, because young, cause young folks get, get the attention. But the reality is hmm. the internet exists. And because of the internet... Yo, we can go find someone that's 45 right now with millions of views and followers and put them on front street. And guess what? Those millions of people will still rock with them. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's like, a crap. Everybody has an audience. That's, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like that's, I think that that's like, that's like the last hurdle that the public doesn't understand. Not, not everyone else in the business. It's the, it's the public. And yeah, the business. Yeah. We all know the business. There's mm. old folks in the business. They have their ways. That's great. I'm not mad at none of that. This is the business I chose to be in. So, yeah, I have to play along to get along. And that's not a problem. The problem is when no one evolves. That's the issue. It's the evolution of the business you're in. And you can either evolve with it or you do nothing and talk shit. And I hate it when people do nothing and talk shit. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, that's cool. I understand. And I like your ideas. Why don't you go execute them and come back and tell me how it worked out? Because that's what I'm big on. I'm big on execution. Like, I don't I don't tell anybody anything that I haven't tried or done myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, refer, I reference back to you. When me and you sat down for a consultation, right. I literally pulled up, opened up the email and was like, yo, here are my royalty statements. You, know, you want to go see? I, we can pull up the numbers right now on me and, and the records that me and Marley have done. This man is, has gotten last year hundreds of thousands of streams. Okay? Yeah. Sure. The payout isn't that much for streaming. It doesn't have to be that much. How much streaming. is it for streaming for the record? Every streaming site, unfortunately, pays out differently. So because of the Music Modernization Act, all that will change in five years, which means our payouts will get bigger and they'll get better in five years. Now, the Music Modernization Act also makes sure that all these streaming sites at some point have to pay the same amount of money out to everybody. Some, some sites are going to go under. Of course they are because yeah. because they can't afford it. they can't afford it and that's the thing, it's like it's literally what happens when all the all the like all of the Congress people in Rome have to turn on each other and fight for survival now because now it's like well guess what the government said y- y'all were y'all were out here eating for a long long time people got tired of it so guess what now y'all have to fight each other for survival they were eating you, too good yeah it's like so too guess fat what? they were like guess what you come up with a number that mm-hmm. you like and then we'll tell you if we like it and if not you won't have to raise that number period there is no getting out of this <laughs> what do you think is going to happen what do you think that number is going to be I don't even know to be to be 100% honest with you I don't know what do you think I, a fair number is 
For real, for real. Well, yeah. As an as an as an artist and engineer myself, I think a fair number would probably be at least a penny. At the because because right now, any anyone that gets paid off of streaming will tell you right now, a penny per stream mm-hmm. is good money. Good money. That's mm-hmm. good. Look, look, look. Now I, I know there's some people like, what are you talking about, Will? Yeah. Let's put this in real perspective. Here. Hey, break it down to him. So here, here's real perspective. Every single streaming site, and there are more than two hundred. If you put your music on all of them, I guarantee you're going to get one play out of all of them. At least a penny of that. Now, most people, most active artists are getting thousands and thousands of plays all the time. Like, it's not just a little bit or a couple. You could really go and pimp this out if you really try hard enough. But at a penny, you could really make a career out of this if you try hard. Right. It's it's like, in my mind, it's like, look, as a business owner, I know I know that that number can't be can't be huge. But as an artist and an engineer, I know that number can't be small either because we put a lot of work into making these records. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to shortchange us just because you want a profit to make, right, your, right. To make your profit share bigger. Nah, 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 nah. That's not how this works. Take a, take a look at the screen real quick. What's that? What we got here? Apple Music. Payout. Of course. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's the thing. Uh, look, you see that number right there? Hmm. Again. That number. That's why. That's why I said a penny would be good. Yeah. Point zero 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 three five. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what not. The, a, what the fuck is that? Exactly. And and at that point, you have to do actual math to get to one penny. Whereas again, if if you're like Will, go listen to my record, right? Yeah. At a, at one cent per play, that's where work kicks in. That's where you really start to work. You know why? Because you know, you know that after a week of pimping out one record, you got a thousand joints you got a thousand plays out of here at one cents all right that's a hundred dollars hey. so when you get that pay when you get that money, bill money and that and that right there is what will change an artist's perspective it's when you get the money it all all, all this talk all this bullshit all this back and forth is a hundred percent irrelevant until you pay a bill with that royalty check exactly and, yo guess what i paid my electric with what with a fucking payout with a goddamn record that's it. That's and, a beautiful thing. And and that's that's the difference. That's the difference between a professional artist and an amateur artist. That's the difference. This is why again why I do the consultations because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you need to make the money to live. Everybody says, "Oh, you're we're going to make this music for the love of making music. You're going to make the music for the love of making music until you're dead. Your children can't eat your love." Ooh, talk to them, Will. Like it's the truth. Let's my, go. Let's my, go. My kids can't eat my love for music. Right. But, but you know what they can eat? They can eat the food I put on the table from the money I make from music. So I take the money and I feed the kids. I take the money and I put it in the bank. I put I take the money and I get better credit. You know why? Because I can take all those things and improve my way of life. And that's the goal. But for some strange, stupid reason, a whole lot of people got to talk to a whole lot of people about how hard it is to make this money. It's always hard to make money. That's why you have a job. Mm-hmm. That's why you go to work. Right. That's why it's called work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I break like, it down. Like let's like if we all if we all really just put the cards on the table. That's why it's called work. I work hard. Just because I just because I make music for a living doesn't mean I don't work hard. And anyone that's worked with me knows I work hard. I've seen you. I, I've I, seen you do it, dude. Like that shit. That shit is not easy we, to learn. Look, we we create. Yeah. Something from nothing. For nothing. Thin air. <laughs> we we create every time, all the time. And my business is open seven days a week. 24-7. Three, yo, 365 days out of the year. So I never understand when people have that mentality. Oh, man, you're so lucky. I'm lucky because I worked for it. 
I got the opportunity, and then when the door opened up, I said, fuck it, and jumped. <laughs> right. Simple. I took the opportunity. And when I took the opportunity, I said, I'm not going back. It was that simple. I'm not going back. Year one, I wasn't going back. Year two, I made sure I wasn't going back. Year three, I'm going to win every award that's owed to me. Simple as that. How'd you get started with this whole music thing? Um. Oh, man. My, they started at the beginning. Un- I want to hear this. Unfortunately, I, it, it, <laughs> my, my, my mom hates this, but it's actually her fault. Oh, oh damn, huh? it's, it's my mom. No, it's my mom's fault because, you know, when you're young and, and like older folks push you to the side. Yeah. And they're like, no, you shouldn't do this. You should stick with whatever. So I, I had been actually a graphic designer. I've been drawing since I was five years old. Oh. And I had been going to graphic and draw and artist, artistic schools after elementary school. A creator from the beginning. Simple as that. So I had been going and drawing and doing all this stuff. That's probably my phone. Excuse me. Liquor got me. Yeah. Um, so so I, because of that, when I got to high school, right, I get in high school, um, high school of art and design. Shout out to y'all, Manhattan. Um, my my freshman year, they had a program because one of the teachers also taught music. And he was like, hey, let's do a music program. The school was like, hell to the nah, because we ain't got time or space for it. The kids are here for one thing, right? Um, now, anyone, anyone that knows art and design, you have to take a whole test to get in like you have to draw you have to draw on the spot they have right. to see your portfolio you have to take written exams to get into the school <laughs> they don't God. they don't they don't care about your background they care about the one thing you're here to do and if you do it well you get it simple so i took that test mm. i got it so i'm here for, i'm here for one thing and one thing only they shoved every they shoved four years of high school to two years so again anyone that went into art and design back when i was going back in the late 90s that's what's up so by your by your senior junior year you're out in the workforce so all this again, I'm not I'm not a stranger to hard work because that's what was put in my face. Right. So you, you know you, you eat what's on your plate. That's exactly that's how yeah. we all grew up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Period. <laughs> so so my one teacher, and it sucks I just can't remember his name right now. Um, he was also a music teacher. The class was an elective class. It gave you extra credits, but it was an elective class, and you had to come before school even started. How old are you this time? <sighs> what am I? I think 14 Okay So I'm catching I'm catching the bus From Brooklyn To Manhattan It's a 45 minute yeah. trip Just to get to school In time to, to start a class That I don't have to be in At 7.15 in the morning Cause school starts School My first class starts at 8 So I have to be here Just for this elective class That I chose to be in I'm, They're not holding me Accountable for it Right I was there every Freaking day mm. And then from being there Like that I realized I love music What'd you do in that class? Everything he he taught us everything. He taught us music theory. He taught us he taught us about sound. He taught us about appreciating actual music. Like literally, the first song we sang was "My Sharia Moore." You know what I'm saying by Stevie Wonder. Like you're beautiful just, song, yo. And and it's like and then we translated the lyrics, and you're just like, damn. Like it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, this man is singing in French. What? <laughs> and I'm out here balling with it And these girls are loving it Like it's one of those things And I was just like yo I, And I'm just loving it I'm just loving it And then I say this to my, my mom I say this is my mom's fault Because my actual cousin Is the like head marketing guy at Sony So he had been Oh damn yeah, okay he, He'd been at Sony for God knows how long <laughs> So like every time he had a new Escalade It was his Yeah yeah um, for all my engineer people, he had in his basement in Brooklyn an SSL 4000 console, wood grain everywhere, and glass booths all over the place, and probably about $100,000 worth of equipment when I was 13 in the middle of Brooklyn. Did you record there? Hell to the nine. <laughs> Hell to the nine. I'm 13 years old. He was like, boy, you better, better take your ass to the Apollo, which I did. Went to the Apollo. Oh, for real? I went to the Apollo. Why you were there? I went to the Apollo. Um, How'd that go? I, 
You sing a gospel song? Man, they don't boo nobody at the Apollo when you're under 15. Let me yeah. tell you. So that shit was probably garbage. That joint was probably garbage. But not, but nah, like, my unfortunately, and this is the big thing, I missed my, my bigger opportunity with him because he was asking me to do a cover for a record. This is when records were still going out and getting pushed out by DJs. He told mm. me to draw a cover for it and gave me an actual record from an artist that was signed. Who's the artist? I don't remember. See, that's the problem. And my, my whole point with me telling you this little bit of story is I missed my opportunity that I could have had at a younger age, even though I moved from New York to Maryland back in 99. Yeah. Could, Sony would have still fucked with me if I did that cover and did a really good cover. And because I didn't pay attention to the artist, I just threw it in the closet. And I didn't pay no fucking attention to it. I missed my first opportunity of being in the music industry. Damn. Right then and yeah. I could have used my God-given talent, yeah. made a cover, and gotten my connections to through there. I fuck with your cover. Hey, do do some work for me. And it would have been, and, been it. and they would have given me artist covers. I would have. I could have been in the studio. I, let me tell you right now, drawing is not hard. I still do that shit to this day in my leisure. It's really not hard, and I was really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. I was good at it to the point where I was gonna. I, I wanted to work for Nike, and I had a Nike rep talk to me before I moved to Maryland. So trust and believe, it wasn't a hard thing to do. Mm. My dumb ass as a young kid, there was no one around me to push me to be like, use your talent. No one but my mother. No one but my mother was like, use your talent to get where you want to go. Right. Nobody but my mother. And of course, being young and ignorant, I was like, nah, mom, I'm just going to do the music full time. Fuck all this art shit. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to be a Swiss Army knife. Use everything you got. But see, unfortunately, these are the lessons that you learn in life as you get older in life. Right. Simple as that. What they talking about? I'm oh, my cousin there. Hey. Will Bowser here dropping bars at 13. Hey. <laughs> well, you know, and that's, uh, you know, I wasn't rapping. I was singing. Yeah, that was cool. that was the thing, and so my family was really, really, really like I came from a really, really religious family, mm-hmm. so it was all gospel music. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You still sing? Um, a little bit. I, you, you know, you know, I still sing a little bit, but it's only to like sing for something, or if I have an idea, or if I'm doing background vocals for people. So like, it's like when, like today, I had. A, Are you doing hooks? Um, Are you out here swaying? Am I actually like singing hooks for people? Yeah. No. Am I giving people ideas for hooks and and background vocals all day? Your ideas day. are great for hooks. All day. Look, you I got try, some great ideas. I try to tell everybody, yo, background vocals will sell a record, and they be like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, look, man, you you ain't been where I've been. You don't know who I know. It and fills the track up. It, yo, people don't realize it, man. Yeah. And I'm out here killing it right now. I I got some background vocals on some big records. <laughs> <laughs> for real? Yo, I got some, I got Re- records that we know. I got rec- records that you've probably heard and records that are coming out that will probably change a lot of things for people in their perception of the DMV. They're, like my speak, I, speak on that real quick, the DMV rap scene, music scene in general. I know R&B, they got it on lock, but what's up with the, uh, the hip-hop scene? The DMV, to me, the music scene out here is crazy. It's, it's culturally diverse, but very industry stupid. I would agree with that, and it's 100%. Like, and it's like... And it's not by the fault. It, it, they. It's like the old, old, old guard are still like there, dictating things. Mm-hmm. But they don't move things. It's like the, a lot of artists in the DMV. They they don't realize that they 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 can run a global market and have it on lock. And that's the. And that's I what, agree. And it's like one hundred percent. Like we have artists out here, and and again, as you as an artist, we have artists out here that would kill the whole game. Yeah. If they if they just ignored the game, if they just was like, you know what, we don't care. Like the attitude that the DMV had ten years ago is the attitude they need to have now, because the internet exists, mm-hmm. and so you can crush it, get the fan base. You we could we could pull we could pull off what Texas does or what Texas did back in the day. Like your artists staying in Texas and going platinum just because there's enough people to make it happen. Or we Atlanta, can, we can do it. Yeah, that's the thing. We can do it. We we are a very self. 
sustaining entity with enough talent to run the game and be like, well, we're doing it because we want to, not because not because we just popped up on the scene. Like, like let let us not even talk about the fact that we have a whole genre in Gogo. Like Gogo is a genre of music. In yeah. fact, in the fact that we don't absolutely that we don't even that we don't when people come to the DMV and they talk shit, it's like you know what we have that you don't what a whole genre of music that you don't even have. We've you been here even, for decades. Like decades, like our genre has been sampled. It's been pimped out. Yep. It has been used and sold and for big records all the fucking time. And you, By and, artists that have no ties to this shit. It, exactly. And guess what? We are still here. And it, and and that's and that. Is is what I hate about the DMV that our that our culture that we have, and I'm not even from the DMV, but it, but I study music because I, I love I love music. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like if you love music, you can't not look at what's going on. Like you 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 gotta you gotta research. It's like yo, when Chuck Brown was out here going ham, yeah. like when, when he was winning, like not just Chuck Brown, like oh man, he's like the Godfather. We know that, but when he was winning, is when the whole DMV is supposed to be like, fuck everybody, we got Chuck Brown. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's that's what it should have been. And I'm not saying they didn't try that back then, but that it's the mo- it's the movement of it. You know what I'm saying? There was too many people back then that didn't want the DMV to succeed or to win or giving all this negative energy, and people kind of succumbed to the negative energy of it. So is now, there is there a bias to this day when it comes to the DMV and music? Not no more. Not no more. Because look look at Shy Glizzy. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look, look at the look at the young guys that are winning now. Like, look, people could talk shit about Wale all the fuck you want, but at the end of the day, he's a DMV artist, die hard to the core, to the death. And if Wale, Wale has more hit records under his belt than some of these, like your favorite artists out right now, the lights are on, Wale. Yeah, like Wale's out here winning. Like, yeah. but the but again, it's like one of those people talk so much shit that it became the norm. Like, come on, man. Like, why? Why? When I went to Atlanta. All right, I'm in Bad Boy South. We working in Atlanta. Okay, you know what I learned about Atlanta? What's they support that? everybody. Yeah, you can. You do you know what it takes for someone in Atlanta to have a beef with another Atlanta artist? That means the old, excuse me. That means the OGs failed. That's Shorty what that low means. Ti. That 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 means they failed. I promise. I promise you right now. Mm-hmm. For every beef that that existed in Atlanta, if it wasn't a pre-existing beef. If, and you were like, yo, I rap now. Let me tell you right now. Anybody that was an OG in Atlanta and they saw that you had some kind of skill or talent or you can actually take it to the next level. Right. They stepped in. They were like, guess what, young man? Stop that bullshit. Yeah. They put st- you on the right path. Like, and, and that's what needs to happen here. There needs to be enough OGs that go, you know what? You don't have enough talent to just win. You got enough talent to change it all. And that needs to happen because it's like the times have changed to the, to the drastic degree of there are more than enough talented artists out here right now to take over everything. I 100% to, agree. To run the game yeah. and everyone just be 100% successful and just be loved by the world because we don't have to care about anything. We don't have to care about trends. We don't got to care about what people are wearing. We don't got to care about none of these crazy things. We mm-hmm. don't have to. We we have DJs on the radio right now that support Local people that give us a platform to go international with millions of views and listeners and people don't even give the man love. Like, like, yo, you do you know how much crazy hate I hear about Tony Reds? You know that? And this man is out here, like, working hard. Like, Do you know him personally? Have I, let me say, I may have met him, like, a couple of times. I don't, I don't really communicate like him. But you know how many artists that I work with that don't talk to this man on a regular basis? Yeah. Uh, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's only but so many people out here fighting for the winning. Like, like, really? 
it, it's it's not a it's not one of those oh we're gonna speculate no you got eyes we all got eyes you see who's out here really out here supporting the people that need help and support i i've probably heard more new rappers in the dmv in the last two years than i've heard in my whole life Dude, it's been it's been kind of it's been somewhat of an explosion but people, and i love it absolutely love it me too and that's and that's the beauty of it because because again it gives it gives someone like myself the opportunity now to shine like i'm, I'm an engineer i'm an engineer to the death so guess what let, let's get these young folks Let's get the older folks let, let, Put them on the radio Let the love Let, let that love shine let, let these people be like Yo this is what I am You, yeah. like, you like it or you hate it, it, it Age is, is a regardless number Right You know what I'm saying Like it could be an 80 year old guy right now That will kill the 19 year old spitter And, you know, and we all go be like Woo <laughs> And that's the thing about the internet Like it doesn't matter Like who you are What you look like You have a thick neck Small neck Yo hey, yeah. <laughs> He said thick neck. Yeah. Hey. Stop. <laughs> hey, if you got some something that people like, you just run with it. But that but and, that's the that's the beauty of the internet. Yeah. That's the beauty of the internet. The internet gives everyone the same platform to express themselves. Because the, you know what the internet does? The internet does what everything happened back in the nineties did. I, I could hear the single and be like, damn, that joint's fire. Right. See, see the single cover and be like, okay, cool. But you might not see the artist's face. By the time I actually seen the artist's face, I might I might be two, three songs in already. You know what I'm saying? Like, at that at that point, it becomes irrelevant. Like, what's on my playlist and what's on someone else's playlist could be vastly different, but it doesn't mean we can't share. It doesn't mean we can't exchange music. You know what I'm saying? We're not ride or die. <laughs> yeah. It's one thing I love about what you do, though, as far as, and this also gets the, the solidify everything you've been saying, is that you take artists that you've been working with and you put them with other artists you work with, too, as well, to make collabs. Yeah, so you, you, you yourself are preaching what you say. When it well, comes yeah. to that shit, I actually love it. That's a beautiful thing. Because I'm I'm from that. Like all the help I've ever been given, the people that have worked with me, the, the literally, I I have I have guys that are way above my pay grade hmm. that have more platinum platinum and gold plaques than anybody that I know. Both not unknowing and just I can call up on a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? These are great people. Not just great engineers and great producers and great writers. These are great people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And their people's skills permeate into the regular world. Like, they want to see people succeed. Why? Because they're, they're of the same school of thought as the rest of us that just want to see you win. If you win and I'm your man, you're going to look at me and go, hey, do you need a hand? Right. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you need some help? Would you a like, boost. Would you like me to yeah. talk to such and such for you? Maybe get you a placement. Maybe get you this deal over here. Hey, they're looking for this, and you seem like a really great fit. I'm talking to such and such on your behalf. Is that cool? These are the people I deal with now on an all the time basis. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And and that's and that that is at the like the crux of the things that defeat artists. Why why someone has been in this game for 20 years and still has no success? Why their records aren't getting any play? Because it's always. The one thing that I can be like, yo, you know, my man has a really great record. Yo, you should go check that out. So let me ask this though: So how does uh, a artist, young artist, they have a record out? Mm -hmm. What is the best way for them to push that? What would you recommend? How how is the best way? They're unknown. Nobody knows who they are. Um, they got like five hundred friends on Facebook. They so got a couple couple so couple thing, followers right? on Twitter. So the first thing, so the first, first IG thing, ain't really popping. First thing that that NCS thing. The first thing that that was told to me hmm. when it came to internet marketing was which what social media site are you the most active on like naturally like what which which one of these are you the most active on right right and then someone gives me the answer now for me I'm, I'm active on facebook that's, i mean that's why i'm running running on facebook live right now you know like, shout out to everybody on facebook you know what's up yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so 
But that's the thing. I'm I'm active on Facebook. Right, right. And so Facebook is my hub. That's that's my proving ground. Okay. If if I got a question, if I want an answer, if I need, if I if I'm talking about something, well, I'm speculating about something, giving facts about something. If we're going to debate about something, Facebook is where it starts. And then from there, use the share button. For God fucking sakes, share it to all the rest of the social media places. Mm-hmm. You can go and use the Facebook share joint. Copy. You can copy the link. And go to Instagram, go to Twitter. You can go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We can go to Snapchat with the link of whatever we're doing. And that is the difference between everybody. Oh, there it is. Uh-oh. Two shares. <laughs> that easy. It, but but it is. That's the thing. And it is that easy. It's always been that easy. But, but no one, artists don't ever take themselves off of the artist part and then go to the business part. Mm-hmm. And it's the business part that keeps you around. It, if you If you take off the hat, of being an artist mm-hmm. just for a little bit and go see what see what the other side of the fence is doing, you'll be okay. Right. Okay? Like you have the same way you study your craft to, on writing, on lyrics, on on your stanzas, on on how you put these words together. Because literally all, all of y'all are just writers. All of you are writers and you have to study your craft if you want to get better at your craft. Agreed. You know what I mean? So when you're studying your craft, what do you do? What are you researching? What are you looking up? Who are you listening to? You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. no different when you do business. What are you doing? Who are you listening to? What, who are you looking up to? You know what I'm saying? You you have to. It's the reason why Jay Z is still relevant. Jay Z only raps what one time a year, but the but you heard when that meek shit. But the but the things he he does, the things he says, hold equal amount of weight. I mean, am I wrong? Nah, I, 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 absolutely we, not. We think about it, like 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 if you really think about it, like think it though. As an artist, your words are what carry the weight. Of what you're talking about mm-hmm. So whether Whether I I talk and have a conversation Or I'm rapping Or I'm singing It still holds the weight Of my thoughts And my dreams And my ideas Again This is why Jay-Z is relevant still we, we, You can say Someone such and such Is the king Or such and such Is the best Or the greatest Or blah 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 But you're never Going to have a conversation Without saying his name Exactly I heard 444 there, there's, a re- there's a reason That's what I'm saying Like the, you gotta The credit is there Because of the words That were said If the words were never said The credit would never be given that's just how it works. It's, it's that simple. You work. You get it. You make it move. You make it do what it do. You make it work for you. Simple. It's always been that simple. Most most people don't don't just be like, all right, let me stop being an artist for a minute and get over here to see how to make this money. Okay, even as a rapper, rappers have been giving the game away on how to make money for decades now. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> what do you want? What more do you want? You own your own label. Start your own business. Put out your own records. Find the cheapest distribution, and then make sure you get paid from all. How do you the find a distribution? So that's the cool thing about it. Distribution is everywhere right now. There's okay, like, it's got to be like twenty different um, streams of distribution right now. The, it's not about the distribution when it comes to the money. It's about making all the money. That's the problem. Most people don't want to make all the money. They're just satisfied with streaming money. Streaming money ain't the only way to make money in this business. Got to do some shows. Simple as that. Yeah. And guess what? You no, know those shows generate. No more. You get paid for the shows, but number two, they generate royalties. Mechanical royalties are real. It doesn't matter if you're getting paid for the show or not. You could still get, get money the from mechanical it. royalties. And yeah, guess exactly. What? And guess what? Most artists are stupid and don't understand that. And I'm not just calling every artist stupid. I'm just saying that you, you, if you don't do the research. On how your favorite artist gets paid, you'll never get to the point of your favorite artist. And it, and sometimes, yeah, it will take the 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 thought process of a manager. It will take the thought process of an A and R to get to you and go, well, you're doing all these numbers. Why aren't you getting paid? Someone has to someone has to start the spark in you to want to get better. You know what I mean? Agreed. Someone, someone has to be like, hey, why aren't you making more money? 
for every artist working a nine to five that's watching me right now, that is the thought process that everyone goes through when they feel that they deserve a raise at their job, right? Right. I do this, I do this, I do this, I do the work of a manager, and I should get paid manager money. That's right. So as an artist, when you release music, when you put out music, you perform music, you make sure that your fans and your friends and everyone else, they love it. They might even buy a couple pieces of merchandise. Guess what? Why are you not getting the same money as Juice World? Once that clicks into your brain, hmm. you start doing what? You start researching. Well, what can I do? Yeah. You want to talk about mechanical uh, royalties for a second? Man, mechanical royalties are stupid. Simple, okay. <laughs> Mechanical royalties are real simple. Guess what? I performed. Give me my money. <laughs> what is considered a venue? To be honest, most places that you want to perform at, like is, is my is a backyard considered a venue? You know what? It can be because all I have to really do is just put in your address and your name. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm I'm on BMI, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's all they ask of me. They they only ask of me for your contact information, your name, and all this other stuff to fill out. Yeah, and I'm performing. I'm performing my songs for an undisclosed number, an undisclosed number of people. Yeah, they go. They might you might get that hit up. <laughs> how much How much money would you uh, would you expect just starting off at? Is there is there a number or has it work? Again, it it, it comes down to how much work you put in. Because, right. And I say that, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's a cop out." Will no, it's not a cop out. It's, it's the reality. It's like this. How many songs you got out? How many songs are you performing at this venue? How long is your actual performance? You're only going to get paid for the songs you perform. Mm-hmm. And, and, and none of these companies are stupid, so they're asking you, what songs did you perform? This is why they hit up the people. This is why they want to know this information. You want this money? You got to play the game the right way. It's all meant to be played the right way. You can't just cheat. Can you? You can. Will it come back to get you? It will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will. Again, you, you could play this game all snide and crazy and weird all you want. It will come back. M- music karma is a real thing. And I mm. tell this to people all the time because my karma was real simple. When I was young and I was out here bootlegging and being trying to be slick and whatever all this and not paying for this and not paying for that. And they were like, oh, copyright strike here. And they're like, I don't care. I'm going to go do another song. Guess what? That held me back. That held me back. And it wasn't until I, I started taking advice and information from other people that I started to succeed. That simple. It, it's really that simple. It, it's never going to get more cut and dry than that. Is that why you love YouTube Beats so much? It's the truth. You know You know why I love YouTube Beats, number hmm. one? Because you can literally find what you're looking for, number one. Type in the artist's name. Number two, once you find what you like, here's, here's, where, here's where my earlier argument <laughs> got into. I get into this argument right. with this guy, right? And the fact is, here's the thing. He's over here promoting, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know nothing about these young kids and what they're doing. And how old are you? My age is irrelevant to making money. Because guess what? If Bill Gates walked into the door, you, I, I, I would slap him if he talked some shit like that to Bill Gates. I would. Just so Bill Gates would now be my friend. That's some hood <laughs> shit. That's some hood shit. Uh, look, yeah. pe- people can say what you want. I'm still, a, I'm still a black man from Brooklyn. You call it what you want, but I would slap you for Bill Gates' bread. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm not going to... Hey, hey, look, look I you went too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Exactly. But, but again, you got to... Let's be realistic here. You got to be realistic, okay? At the end of the day, that person, that beat that you found on YouTube, it was made by a person. They're trying to get paid too. And yes, their views get them paid on YouTube. That's great. But that doesn't matter. If you say you made a hit record with that person's music, so y'all should make this money together. It's a partnership. Right. It's always a partnership. This music game has always been a partnership. Should it be 50-50? Of course. If you ain't signing nobody, hell yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be 50-50. Right. Like, what would your hit record be without the music? <laughs> exactly. Is what would the music be without the lyrics? What, what, is it still considered music? Only half, right? Right. 
only half, only half of it, because guess what? If you're a singer or a rapper, yeah, you can still call it music without the actual melody playing. But uh, the producer can do the same. We, we thing. drop my acapellas. You can, but the producer can do the same thing and still call their their arrangement music right. without without lyrics. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, you should split it fifty fifty. I'm not signed. You not signed. Guess what? This game, this game ain't like what it used to be. We ain't, we ain't looking at small percentages on royalties. You ain't signed to nobody. Guess what? It's 50-50 out here. I'm going to promote the record. You're going to promote the record. We're going to get paid. That's the goal. The goal, again, I, I understand some of these guys' thought process sometimes, but the goal is to make the money. Again, me and you are going to die being artists. We will die this way. Mm-hmm. So while I'm here, I'm here to make sure that my family, my friends, my wife, and anybody else involved with me can be successful. So when when I die, I keep the legacy of what I did alive through my kids, through my family, through my friends, through all the people I was involved with and who I touched to help do this thing we call music. That's the goal. And everyone has their like small brain goal. But the reality is the things you do when you as you get bigger, as you get bigger, you become more responsible for more things. Okay, you can see the craziest artists in the world right now. Right, the craziest artist you could think of right now might have about a hundred people working for them. They are responsible for paychecks. They're responsible for people's families eating. Okay, you mm-hmm. can talk all the shit you want, but those people are more responsible than you on an everyday, all the time basis. They make sure that those people get their money. They make sure that those people go get to see their kids and their family on a timely basis, and they probably show more love to those people and their issues and problems than they would to you. That's the reality of being a successful artist. You, things don't get easier Money might make your life situation easier But it doesn't mean your responsibilities disappear That's the reality And most artists live in a bubble They don't want to think about that Why? Because their favorite artist is out here on MTV They're on BET They're out here yeah, doing yeah. shows and tours And all this other cool stuff Yeah, that's yeah. behind the scenes That's cool, all that is 100% cool I'm not saying don't love and live and have fun doing that But don't be ignorant Ignorance is what holds back a lot of people. That money has to get paid out. Okay, those producers want to get paid. Is that simple? It, I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Why okay. is it so hard for people to want to want to share the wealth? Are you, are, is this going down the Birdman route? Nah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. He is an example. I mean, look. Here's the thing. Birdman. But see, here's the thing about examples. He is one. Out of the out of the thousands of people that work in this business as the level and stature, you look. We could talk about Birdman all you want. What about L.A. Reid? That's another one. You, you can't act like L.A. Reid don't exist. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna sit. You ain't gonna sit here and act like Quincy Jones don't exist and he wasn't out here helping people out and giving people careers. We're not gonna act like Clive Davis ain't been doing this. Like, don't give me, don't give me the worst of the worst and then try to give me the best of the best when the people in the middle are doing the same fucking thing and you don't want to recognize it. That's retarded. Okay, you're not mm-hmm. gonna, you're not gonna do that. Like, we live in reality, and the reality is, if Clive Davis said, "Yo," This is the next Whitney Houston. You all gonna turn the fuck around and say, "Go check this girl out." Guess right. what? He said that shit about Alicia Keys, and here we are. To this day, he said that about Alicia Keys. So here we are. Don't people love to use the subjective route when that shit doesn't work for everybody? You 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 be subjective when you're in front of a crowd of a couple thousand people. You could be all subjective as you want to be and be like, "Oh, you know that song was cool. Oh, this song was a little bit better. Oh, blah blah blah." Yeah, you can all do that shit together. But if I talk to you directly and I say, yo, such and such is the shit. 
and you might want to go ahead and get on with that and you say no and they blow up and they become the next thing, that's on you. There's no subjectivity about it. It's mm. on you. You got to catch your opportunity where you got it. How do you know your opportunity comes up? Hey, look, I'm a God-fearing man. You, every opportunity that God gives me is an opportunity to be greater. This is that simple. You, mm-hmm. you, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> like the thing is that, like, like I could, like I could reach out to like ten people, like just podcast in general. I could reach out to okay. like ten people right now. I'm like, hey, come on the podcast. They're like, eh, it is what it is. A year from now, I could be fucking Joe Rogan, and that was their opportunity right there. So but how? See, do, but see, check it out. Here's, but how, how do you know when your opportunity pops up? But see, that's the thing. At the end of the day, is that opportunity right for you? Is is it a God given opportunity? Because if it's not, it's not. You 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 gonna know. Look, your instincts are there for your survival. Absolutely. Simple as that. Our human our human instincts. Look, look whether you whether you believe in God or not, that's up to you. Your instincts are there for your survival. Mm-hmm. So here we are talking about the music industry, and you are trying to either get into it or survive in it. That's what they exist for. Your gut instinct is going to tell you, yeah, that's what's up, or nah, you are gonna miss it. Holler at people. Go talk to people about it. Go put the if you if you feel like it might change your life or change your perspective or be something that's about your career, then by all means, you need to f- dig and dive further instead of just tossing it away in the wind. Exactly. You can't be sixty five looking back like, oh shit, what? Damn, maybe I would have. I should have took the opportunity. Hell nah. Now nah, run for it. Go for it. But that you know, look, you only live once, twice if you're lucky. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean what what else do you want? I love that quote. <laughs> Oh. I've been saying that joint for years, man. So what happened with uh this? So this thing give a uh, Juice World a career? Well, see, that's the thing. Juice World already had a career. It just so happens that the record that he sampled just happened to be from someone that had a bigger career. Yeah. So you look if I if I do a Michael Jackson sample and I blow up, well, you you're all gonna be like, oh yeah, Will is dope, but Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> was here first, and Michael Jackson had that record. So guess what? I'm you gonna have to pay for that record. That's it's, it's, it's law. That's the law. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yo, yo. This is the funny thing about sample clearance. You know what the funny thing here? Here, for everyone that doesn't know about how sample clearance works, right? Take it from somebody who's gone down the road of that. Sample clearance works very simple. They give the record that was sampled. They give the actual record that was made to the person you are asking for the clearance from. And you know what they say? Huh. Yay or nay? That's true. <laughs> and guess what? If they say yay, they give you a price. We got clearance. Yo, that. You know what? Sting Sting sounds like he actually likes Juice World's music, and there's a good chance that Sting probably would have heard the record and been like, you know what? We ain't going to charge Homeboy. Is he signed or not? They would have been like, eh, he's in the middle. He's on his way up. They probably would charge him maybe $1,000. A hit record that would have paid both Sting and Juice World. They might have charged him something small. Maybe a couple thousand because he signed. Like, people people don't put things like this into real perspective. Like, 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 let's talk real perspective, not just assuming craziness. Like, this kid has a hit record, and Sting fucks with it. Yeah. But but, but perspective is, guess what? The writer and publisher from those original records with Sting have to get paid. That's the law. That's the law in the world. That's, the, that's the world law when it comes to music. So, nah, Sting fucks with you. That's dope. But Sting need to get paid. Dog, you, you, crossed, you crossed more people than you thought. You, you, can't, you can't just be out here doing that. And again, it, it's 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 a simple permission kind of thing. It's a simple permission thing. Let me get the permission. Here's what I want for my cut. Give me this bread right here up front. We're in the clear. You see what I'm saying? Right. And and I when I made a post about this, my whole my whole thing, the disappointing part when I made the post was, damn yo, this could have been the 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 fa- the building blocks of something great. Could you imagine what a Juice World remix of this record with Sting? 
think of look and that and that Oof. is and that's Oof. what crossed my mind and that's that's the bullshit that people don't think about because they rather just sit here and and mull in the shit that's going on the reality is sting and juice world doing a record together because it's a hit it's still a hit record yeah it's still a hit record absolutely imagine you you know what that would have opened the doors to for this for this generation? You can you can you think about that's a whole lot of good music. A whole lot of good, years. Oh my that's god! Thirty years of rock and rap that would have hundred percent been like, yo, let's try this. And especially today, thirty years of rock mm. and rap artists would have came up and been like, hey, I like this kid. Let's go fuck with this kid. And it could have been anybody. It could be anybody. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And people people, 100% rather mull in the bullshit instead of looking at what could have been great. The possibilities. I'm not, I'm not saying it still can't happen. I'm just saying, damn, this could have been the stepping stone for it. This could have been that step for this generation to do that. Like, what, what gets in the way? Is it ego? It's the money. Pride? It's always money. It's hmm. always money. It's always money. Somebody not doing their job and somebody not paying a bill. Always. Every day. There's, there's not a thing in life that you can't attribute to those two things. Right. Oh, man. You should have just paid such and such. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty much. Yep. Absolutely. Like tell me tell me a situation in life where this shit is not is not solved by these two just, things. Just like, get that motherfucker <laughs> that money. <laughs> all day, every day. And guess what? Again, this could have been a beautiful thing. It could have been a beautiful thing. These are the things that stop the greatness of what could be. And, and it's not it's not ego. It 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 is. There's always those two things. And it sucks. It always sucks. Because who loses? We lose. The fans. Not to mention the people that could have made the money. I mean, but not even that. Like, mm. we, we again, we exist in this industry. We, we lose. You know why? Because we have these ideas that could have been great to go along and feed off of this energy now that, that you put out into the world. Like, if the energy you put out into the world is like a tsunami, guess what? We can ride that wave. We can all ride that wave. And I'm not talking about riding people's coattails and, and just, like, sucking out people's energy. I'm talking about, yo, the ideas you, you've done and the greatness that you created can spawn other greatness. Look at the greatness that Tupac created. How many people cite Tupac as their number one guy? A whole lot of rappers. That is what I'm talking about. That energy that this man at 25 years old created in the world at the time he existed has permeated into countless generations now. And it will continue to permeate into countless generations. So you have no idea what he could have been if he didn't die. It's no different than this song. You have no idea what this could have been if it didn't go this way. What happens, if, if, what happens with best case scenario? Best case scenario is you don't even know. It could have been amazing. It could have. And things that, like, I see exactly what you're saying, though. Like, it could have, artists that had nothing even to do with the situation could have linked up with uh, different rock bands. And that thing could have been shows, performances. Forever. And, yeah. And, because, and you know what? This all for that. And that's the funny thing. Artists, older artists with great records perform for the rest of their lives. Imagine that. Never lose. So now here we are, a whole new generation with a, with a young, with an older generation. And now... We're all excited now to get back on the road. We can get back on the road together. You again, we ain't seen nothing like this in how long? And and what would and that's what I mean. No one's looking at the big picture. The big picture could have been fire. It could have been fire. You the people that shows like that would bring together would make more of a difference than the music itself. That's true. You have a mix of everything. Who don't who don't want to see Aerosmith? Who don't want to go see Juice World? So why not imagine if they would have got together and did a song together? And they went on tour. How about this? Let's take Aerosmith, hmm. right? And J. Cole. Mm, that's a that's an interesting crowd right there. <laughs> it, and guess what? And guess what? But I bet you the music would be fire. Oh, the music be great. 
Exactly. You got two musical geniuses working together. Well, how could it not be great? But but do you see what we could have done? That That's what I'm saying. It, these are the things that could have popped off. Why? Because we're here at a Juice World concert with Sting. Yeah. We're at a Juice World concert that Sting and Juice World are performing at, doing songs together. We might have gotten a whole album out of those two. You Look, even Jay-Z Dang. had the great album back in the day. Remember that? Yeah, with the Beatles. With, with, with Danger Mouse, and they just did that over the Beatles joint. Yeah. Again, imagine, imagine what you would get now. Imagine now where where you have rappers that are singing. Yeah, exactly. That and and that. Uzi Vert with some rock band. Come on, Travis Scott. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, and, and and I and I know it's far. I know I know it's like long gone and dead. But man, I would love to hear Travis Scott over like some Queen samples. Ooh, he could he could do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that, that's what I mean. Who it, who's in the room with these guys? Is a question. <laughs> the yes men, not me. <laughs> not me. It ain't me. I'm a, hey, look, you put yo, look, you put me, you put me in the room with any artist. I don't care, signed or unsigned. I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get artists starstruck anymore. The days are over. I'm saying, how does that work? You're, so I got the title right there. Let's get into this. You're a Grammy, you're a Grammy committee member. Okay. How did first of all, how did you get into it? And how does that work with artists that you work with <laughs> on a, on a wide scale? I'm gonna I'm I'm give the dummy answer first. Okay. So the dummy answer is, I did a lot of work and I did a lot of records. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the dummy answer. Um. The quick answer is actually the funny thing is if you go to the um, the Grammys website they actually have the criteria of what you need. Right. And the funny thing is the criteria just so happens to be what every artist should have anyway. You should need you need a website. You should have a website that shows your schedule of what you do. Your website is going to show the schedule of your shows. You have to be an active musician for the last five years, which everyone I know that's my either friend or associate has been an active member of active musician for more than five years easily. Right. You, you have to have worked on projects within these five this five year span. You. Basically, you just got to be yourself. You just have to actually put the effort and, and to put to, a package together. That's it. Everyone's like, "Oh, get the you gotta get that EPK." I mean, if you got a website, that is your EPK. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much pictures. Like, yeah, like let me let videos of shows, me, all that shit. Let me hear something you've done. Sure, www.qualitystudios.com. There you go, buddy. <laughs> 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 Would you like anything else? Let me see your prices. Oh, here's the flyer. Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, the things you're supposed to do are the things that will get you on the Grammy committee. Now it's become harder now because not only do they want you to be an active member of you know whatever, not only do they want you to be active, but you actually got to go through a committee now and actually get get on. Like they have to vote you on. Now here's my thing: I'm mm. trying to become a voting member because being a voting member, as far as being, you know, just here, blah blah blah, on the committee, being a voting member matters more. Why? Because if me and you work on a record, I can go politic out here and try and get you that get yeah, you that nomination. Exactly. That that's the big that's the big move. How many voters are there? How many do they accept? Man, let me tell you right now. <laughs> uh, come on now, talk about it. I want to hear this. Yeah, look, man. Uh, well, thing, like I said, the rules have changed, so that's one of those things. Unfortunately, like the game has changed. The, the new rules have changed, so unfortunately, we all have to play under the new rules. That's cool, understandable. But I'm again, what we've really been talking about. I'm here to win. I'm here to make sure that people I work with and run with and I'm associated with. I'm here to make sure that you win. That's it. I don't really care. Yeah. It takes research. Yeah, I might not have the answer right now. Cool. Yeah, probably, most people probably don't want to hear that. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. But Google exists, and that's what I did. That's 100% what I did. And once I once I got on Google, I just asked a whole shit ton of questions. I, I nagged the shit out of people. And guess what? They gave me the answers I looked for. Phone phone calls still exist. I still hit the button on the call button. I answered all the calls. I made sure I made the calls. That's it. I'm I'm not I'm not. Special to the degree of oh will will got special blah 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 no someone sees that I'm out here busting my ass and I'm not gonna stop I I look at it this way I'm an engineer 
I'm like Dame Dash of engineers. Real talk. Mm. If you owe me some shit, I'm here for my shit. Mm-hmm. Stop playing with me. I'm them days from back in the day, like, oh, the engineer, he ain't blah blah blah. I am from Brooklyn, New York still. I know what's up. I have done crazy shit. I'm here to make sure that me and you are here to win. And everyone that wants to get in the way of us winning, hey look. I got a family, man. <laughs> are, you, are, are you are you willing to talk about this crazy shit? No, <laughs> nope. Cause I got a cause I got a wife and kids, man. I got a wife and kids, and I love them dearly. And I make uh, and I've learned I've learned this. But how's that work for you though, with, with the wife and kids? Man, in my the wife music is business? a monster out here. You, yeah, man, yeah, look, look, man. How's that work with the family and music business? A lot of people are curious about that. My my family is in, in general. The, that's the thing. My family is in the music business. I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now. The next album that comes out, my kids are gonna have credits on it. So y'all better go. Y'all better step your game up real real quick. Hey. My kids are three years old, and my daughter just turned one. So which means my three year old son and my one year old daughter is about to have credits on records we're putting out. I'm not kidding. I'm not playing. I I grew up watching music families existing. I'm not playing. My mm-hmm. my wife. Let me tell. Let me. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna give a small example. I can't. Again, I can't say the name because we're still doing our thing. My wife was in Premier Studios in New York City last year. All right, talking to an NFL hopeful. Okay, we're not talking about a guy who is 100 like, oh, he's gonna be in the draft. We're talking about a guy who is an NFL player right now who's sw- switching teams. He's rapping. She negotiated working on his album. That's my wife. Okay. Damn. So. You people can say anything they want behind the scenes. My family is out here, and I promise you, when my kids get old enough, that my kids will probably know and run like Diddy's kids. I'm not kidding, mm-hmm. because because at the end of the day, this is my family's legacy. I love my family. I love right. all, I love the people that are associated with me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're my brother on some real shit. If again, if you, you and you know this, you hit me up and you need me to do something on some real shit. I'm I'm gonna do the best I possibly can. Oh, that puts you in like, a bad situation. But uh, but, look, look, but but that's the thing. I've, yeah, I've yeah. always I've always been this way. I, I give out. I'm gonna give out everything I possibly can within reason. Like I'm not gonna be crazy. Like oh yeah, man, let's let's go to Australia. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit this ride. <laughs> All right, baby, I'm gonna hit you when we get back. We're going to be realistic, but I'm right, going right. to make sure we're taking care of it, at least. I'm going to make sure that we do it the right way. I'm going to make sure that we, if I'm if we're, if we're leaving to go somewhere, we're going to have some people on the other side waiting for us, chilling. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be comfortable. We're going to make sure that we can get something done, get the job done. We're going we gonna to win something. I'm I'm trying to win. Hey, I love winning. Oh, J-Rock, baby. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> but but, I, but that's the thing. I thought that song was so cheesy until I started rocking it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that song was so weird, and I was just like, yeah, win, 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 win. Like you know what? I woke up, was like, yeah, yeah. That's that's a morning track yeah. for you right there. I got the kids ready to go. I got, <laughs> well, we working. Like the bounce was fine. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This it. This this is how I feel. This, you know, this this like we were talking earlier. This is why I said before. You know what? On the way here, I'm gonna let the energy go. It's whatever. It was a great conversation. I got it. I got into it. Great. Guess what? I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and we are gonna do this all over again. The same thing I've been doing every single day. Right. I'm we gonna I'm gonna make my money. I'm going to make these records sound great. Someone's going to call me up for something crazy and stupid and wild. And guess what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then someone else is going to do it again the day after that and the day after that. And I'm going to keep winning. How many hours a day do you work on records? Because this is your full-time job right here. How many hours a day do you The reality dedicated? is how many hours I don't work on records is <laughs> six or seven hours I don't work on records. That's the reality. Do you get any sleep? Yep. All the time. I get about five or six hours of sleep a day. Okay. I like it. That's, that's it. Like, that's all you need. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Actually, no. I actually, I, I would love more sleep. I would, and but I realize I'm at the point now where sleep is not my friend. Sleep, sleep. Put it this way, I'm at that point where when I need more sleep, I'll get more sleep. 
Mm-hmm. Until then, this works for me. That's simple. When I need more sleep, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get it. The world will wait. The work the world will wait while I get my rest, while I get my relaxation, while my body comes back up to a hundred percent. Simple. That's something I had to realize about a year and a half ago. Because Spe- you can't just you can't just run. We're not machines. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of a year and a half ago, dude, talking about your crazy twenty eighteen. Um, you've had a lot of shit that popped yeah. off where you just you just you rose up in the ranks. Um 95.5 has been great to me. 93.9 has been great to me. Um, most Miami stations and underground stations have been really great to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta's been really good to me. Interviews? Um, plays. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing um, any interviews? Um, I, you know what? The, you're my first podcast of the year. In these last two years, you've got to be my ninth. Um, I like it. I have I have a very big interview with with the amazing Chris Lord Algae who is probably one of the top five engineers in the whole Yeah, world. we talked about him. Yeah, that absolutely. Is, that is coming, which is, so, so yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my little plug out here. Do so, it. that interview is coming off the back of one of the biggest hardware companies in the whole planet, Solid State Logic. So, if anyone knows who that is, for all the engineers and producers out there that don't know the name Solid State Logic, you probably know them better by SSL. They are the makers of some amazing plugins. They're the makers amazing of some shit. amazing console. Like mm. all those consoles you've seen in videos and all yeah, that. Yeah. No studios. That's theirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically they got me to interview Chris Lord Algae and I probably gave one of the best interviews that man's ever had. It was so I saw you behind the mic with I saw the picture behind the scenes. It looked dope, man. The studio was beautiful, all that. Hey look. Um we talked we talked about a lot of a life things because that that to me is is the I want to say probably the crux of being being in this industry. No one ever loves to truly just talk about life. Like, hey, how are you as a father? Hey, how are you as a husband? Mm-hmm. Hey, how does this career affect you and your family's lives? Right. Not screw the money, screw the music. How does this affect your actual life as a human being when you get up and go home? When you get out this chair, okay, get from behind this board. Stop mousing with these plugins. What happens when you go home? And that, that to me, is more important. I mean, I'm an, I'm an engineer, so yes, to me, it is very important. But yeah, it's more that's, important. that's what I had to ask you, man. But artists, that is the part that I feel like artists should be asked all the time. Hmm. Because life always influences the art. So the things that I do at home influence my mental state of when I'm approaching a record. Like... Realistically, you might be like, Will, I need you to mix this record. Depending on what's going on at home depends on the mood I am in when I'm mixing your record. So you might get a more aggressive record if me and my wife just got into an argument. Exactly. That's the reality. You might get a really cool, laid back, chill, mellow record if that's what we on. That's the reality. People don't think that deep into it, but it is that deep. Like when you're again, you're asking a great engineer to do things that are minute in detail to make your record special. Because once it goes out, it's out. That's it. Yeah. Unless it gets remixed at some other late, later date and time. But that's what you're asking for. And so my my mental state has a lot to do with what you get. And then what's get what gets delivered. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Things like that are important. That, you're gonna hear that on the interview. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. When is it dropping? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> unfortunately, I, unfortunately, SSL don't. Hey, look, man, I don't, I don't work for them. I, I do a lot of cool stuff for them, but man, <laughs> they 
I'm not giving me no free gear. Right? Look, look, if, if SSL sees this, give me a console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give give your boy the console. I, I will show it off in every single picture and video you ever see. I'll be over there like this. <laughs> I'm, hey, so let me ask this real quick. We talked Before, we talked about it, dude. What's up with uh, record deals? What's going on with that um, today in today's age? How you feel about that? I don't know. Record deals are interesting because everybody everybody's needs and wants are different. You know, I I don't hate record deals like that. Man, that, that's just so lame to me. When people well, be like, people oh, be like you, you don't need a record deal. You can do it by yourself. Everybody yes. got a deal. I did it without one. But you can, and that's the cool thing about it. Like yeah. it's it's the you have the choice. It, the 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 bandwagon shit is so it's so corny. You have a choice. You're like that's the thing. You have a choice. You can sign. You can sign. But but don't be stupid when you sign. That is why record deals be sounding corny to these to these cats now. Oh man, you don't need no record deal. Maybe you do. If you mm-hmm. hey, look, if you're if you're a lazy artist, you should probably go get a record deal. Right, right, absolutely. If you're lazy, go get a record deal. You don't, know why? Don't because, get a Jadakiss deal because because they have people in place to help you out. If you be real, and that's the problem. A lot of people just don't want to be real about it. Oh, I can make it on my own. I can do it on my own. Well, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't. And that's the problem. Maybe your buzz isn't big enough. Maybe on social media you suck. You know. So look, if you ain't gonna build a team, then go to a place where the team's there. Like, come on, man. Like. Be real. No one wants to be real anymore. It's, it's why does it seem like it's the corniest thing? Or I can do it by myself. Well, you might not be built like that. That's not a bad thing. Uh, and that's yeah, the, and that's the whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point. It's not a bad thing it's if not, you're not built like it's that. It's not a diss to anybody. But people take it like that. Yeah. They take it like, oh man, you oh, I ain't built like you, that. I can't do it. You couldn't do it like Jay Z did. Well, you're fine. Yeah, that's fine. But there are millions of people that couldn't do it like Jay Z did it. Yeah, absolutely. So what? So, look, guess what? Hmm. Nas couldn't do it like Jay-Z did. Nope. But, but that does not detract from Nas's greatness. That's stupid. That's stupid. You you literally would have to hit the all-time stupidity meter on that. That does not take away from the greatness of this one man. It's no different for everybody else. I don't, I don't get why everyone thinks it is, but... I have no idea. I have no idea. So, what kind of record deals... You, you already spoke to, you spoke, you spoke to the 360. Mm-hmm. What kind of deals do we actually have out there that you would recommend and you would stay away from? Uh, well, see, that's the, that's the thing. It, it it comes down to the artist. Like, what kind of deals are out there? Man, de- deals are all negotiable. Everything's negotiable until you sign on the dotted line. Everything's negotiable. Right. So, so yeah, this 360 deal only exists for you if you sign on the dotted line. What what do you bring to the table? Well, 360, you have to bring, I mean, of course you got to bring something to the Not table. Not really. 360 deal just means that the label's getting their cut. They're getting a cut of everything you do. That means if you go do a show, they're going to get a cut of your show. You got a, you got a sponsorship, they're going to get a cut of your sponsorship. Well, yeah, I'm talking like yeah, all but that shit right there. But, but that's if you can if you're, can, well, see, can, can get a sponsorship. But guess what? If all my artists that I work with, if say say on, on average, all my artists that I work with, we get like 5 and 10 million plays a year, I bring quite a bit to the table now. Yeah. We're not talking 360. Yeah. You know, nah, I, hell no. I don't have to talk 360 because now. But at that point, would you even want a deal if you already bring in five, 10 million plays? Well, you're see, doing those numbers. Well, see, that's, well, that's the thing. Can you can you quadruple my numbers? But, look, are we, if we're playing the numbers game here, if I'm if I'm if the deal has to has to make sense. What are we doing this deal for? Is the first question. So when someone says, "Yeah, I want to," we're thinking about maybe signing you or picking you up. Who? Just me. Or people or everybody, because if you're doing everybody, I want a joint venture, and a joint venture is a 50 50 deal, yeah. And that means I might get a whole lot of money up front for a whole amount of years, but does it make sense in this many years of this joint venture? How much money am I and the company going to be worth? Can I am I going to be a liability or am I going to be an asset? That's why I said people are people are bad because they're just not being real anymore. Be real about it if if you feel that you can be out here on these streets. 
and do it by yourself. Hey, I'm more proud to you, brother. Do it, and that, and there's nothing wrong with walking away from it, being like, "Yo, man, I had like three labels holler at me." They're not hollering just because you hot. They're hollering because they see dollars behind you, mm-hmm. not in front of you. They see it behind you. They know there's money that's coming. There's money coming, and if they see money coming, they want to be part of that shit before the money gets there. Because when the money gets there, the price goes up. Exactly. That's why I said, "What? So what am I signing for?" Now, again, if it's only a couple dollars behind you. You might, you might, you might need that help. You might need that push. You might need that look. You might have a whole team. Guess what? Let's, we can get the team paid. We can all get paid. And guess what? And keep running. And keep running and be successful. And the deal not even be that big of a deal. Because why? Because we're going to make the money to cover the cost, pay the money back, and still make money on top of it. Mm. Ja Rule did it. Yeah. Like people, look, we can talk shit all you want. Ja Rule did that shit. Got the advance, paid the money back, stupid amount of hits off of every single album. Not the singles, every single album. So every single he put out was was a hit record. Guess what? They made he made money. You you can't you can't put down the institution unless you actually know how that joint works. You everyone's like, oh man, you know, we don't need these labels. You don't need them. But do you do you want to use the institution that exists to benefit yourself? You don't have to. You can go out here and get it by yourself. Ain't nobody forcing nobody to sign nothing. When people, when you hear about people in their shitty deals, you sign that deal. You are an individual. <laughs> How do you feel about the music industry in general? Then I'm cool with it. I'm I'm cool with the. I know industry. a lot of people have a lot of beef with it, but it's like you're asking who. That's it. You know what people talk about uh, music industry. You want to get involved in that right there. Well, that's you know? because they don't know no better. Mm, okay. Like you talk you about it. You always talk shit about shit you don't know no better about. Guess what? People talk shit about the things that doctors and nurses and shit do all the fucking time. But that's I ain't true. no doctor, no fucking nurse. But I'm married to a nurse, and guess what? I hear all the dumb shit y'all do too. <laughs> so fucking what? Like, like let's let, look. Like I said, people don't want to be real. You, you be real about the actual life situations of what's going on in the world. Right. Guess what? When I hear dumb shit that people do and my wife has to be involved with it, it takes her to be the bigger person to calm down this dumbass who wants to go ahead and act, act the fool. And then she gets to do her job after this person is done acting the goddamn fool. She's here to save your life. Chill the fuck out. It's that simple. Exactly. You feel, yeah. you feel, you feel like you might die? Well, she feels like you might die too. So let her do her fucking jobs to save your fucking life. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's just he's just acting like he like he would normally act. You're right. So you want to do her job or not? Nah? <laughs> mm. That's what it comes down to. Yes or no? If the answer is no, my my nigga, the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try young. Some, hey, somebody's trying to get in this bed. You you fuck around if you want. That's what, like, you fuck around if you want to. Someone's over here trying to get in this bed, yo, to get to get their shit together, to get better, to make sure that they can get to the next level. That's that's how it works in real life. Right. All these people want to be like, oh, I hate this and I can't stand this. How, how far in the industry are you? Are you good enough in the industry to even talk shit about the industry? Is that how you really feel? Or are you just feeling bitter and jaded? Like, again, that how people's lives have, have gone is on them. Because we all exist as individuals in this walk of life. That's just how it is. All right? Again, everything I'm talking to you about right now can be 100% debated, critiqued, and told me I'm a piece of trash and all this other stuff. That's great. But mm-hmm. for me and mine, in my life, and the people I work with, and the things that I do, and the things I'm trying to accomplish... This is working. Simple. All these stories over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years about how artists have gotten on are more than enough evidence to teach every up-and-coming artist how the game works. And if you want to know how it works now, just read. 
Well, that's a problem, though. I think a lot of people know the history. They don't research and read for themselves. Therefore, they just don't know. They walk in blind, dumb, and stupid. But again, whose responsibility is it for it's, you? It's, for it's your their safety? own. Exactly. For the, Self. For the safety and well-being of an individual, whose responsibility is it but the individual? Exactly. Now, now, huh? the only time I will disagree with myself will be this moment. Okay. If I get a manager who's my personal manager, not my business manager, but my personal manager, it is a co-responsibility for me by this person, man or woman, to get the best I possibly can out of a situation that I'm in. So your personal manager is going to be like, hey, man, guess what? That deal is trash. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. But it's for like $5 million. Um, have you read the, the, the stuff in it? No. Let me explain it to you. We read it. Guess what you find out? It's trash. So now you have the choice on yourself. Do I take this trash deal because of the money? My life circumstances are still here. Like mm-hmm. you, you still have to pay these bills. You still you still have rent, mortgage, whatever it is. You still got to do. But do I take this trash deal and try and make the best out of the situation, or do I pass on this trash deal and hope that I have a better something down the pipeline? That is the that is the choice on the individual. Nobody makes that choice but the individual. No, one, again, that's why I said no one forces you to sign anything. Man, the nineties ain't here no more. Nah, hell no. Nah. Like them, them days over. Hey, Sugar Knight ain't holding nobody over no fucking ledge, being like, I'm gonna drop you off if you don't sign this paper, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that Suge Knight shit. Man, look, huh? It's 2018. Say vanilla ice. No, I'm sorry. It's 2019. Trump. Trump is our president. Man, my people got guns. You fuck around. <laughs> I ain't, if I said no, <laughs> I meant no. I'm out of here. We ghost. That's how it is. Like again, that's that's the average everyday life for the people I work with. They like, man, look. If I don't need this, I ain't, I don't need it. Okay, cool. But I got friends that are in the industry, and they and they they, they love it. Life is great. They do everything all the time, fly mm-hmm. around the world. I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'll play the game to win. I'm not here. I'm not here to baby anybody. Right. I'm here to be like, hey, this is what this is what you're up against. You want to change it? You got to get the hell inside. Simple. I, I, I'm not. I'm not in the doorway yet. I'm, I'm walking up the path like everybody else right now. Mm-hmm. I'm walking up the path. Most people. Most people ain't even walking up the path. That that's what I've been doing. For these years now I've been, I've been walking up the path now So here I am Trying to get to the door So when I get the door And I hold the door open Who ready to walk Through the door though Who, who? Yeah who's there beside you Who's ready to go I don't know I don't even care about Who's beside me hmm. If I can hold the door open Who's ready to actually Walk, walk in Walking with who's you Who's ready hmm. Are you actually ready To walk through the door Like are, are you stumbling Right now Are you bumbling around Are you trying you trying, to, you trying to get ready Like who's ready When I get to the door because trust me, I, look, I've been doing this for 17, about to be, this year will be 18 years. I got a whole stable of probably 100 people that I can just start naming off, gunning off, that have been doing this for years and could walk through that door. They'd be like, well, you put me in front of anybody, I'm going I'm to I'm crush it. That is the point. If I can hold the door open, are you ready to walk through the door? You know what I'm saying? My, my job is the engineer producer at whatever time writer at whatever time is to get to this level where I can get people to facilitate their ideas and get them together and make great records. That's the door. That's the door. So if I can open it up and be like, Hey, what can you do? Are you ready? Are people ready to walk through it? Who's ready to actually sit down in the studio with you right now and be like, yo, I'm going to help you write this hit. Mm. Yeah, who who's ready to sit down right now and be like, "Yo, man, we about to make this beat real quick. This one's about to be a smash." Uh, 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, it, same thing with my side. Who's yeah. ready? To, who's ready to sit down in the studio right now and record this joint? Do you got the equipment to even do it? Can you even do it properly? Is it gonna sound good? Like, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that too, man. Quality of sound when it comes to music. Oh man, the the entrance. You, you got some monkey ass studios out here <laughs> right now that's over here hurting, man. The, they over here hurting. Here's the, here's the funny thing about it. There's no reason for that though. That's the thing. Why's that? Because in 2019, too many things exist for you to be able to get great quality sound at a of at the stupid affordability rate. Every here's what I don't get. When people complain about money, where where does your money trouble stem from? Someone tells me I can't afford something. I ask you why. Yeah. That, yeah, you know that we we've had this consultation. So this is this is the crux of the consultation. Absolutely. Well, why can't you afford this? Well, I can't afford this because I don't have no money. You, you got a job? Yeah. You can afford it then. You smoke? Yeah. Oh, you can afford it. Yeah. Oh man, man, come on now. Everyone's been telling me that. I'm telling you the real deal. How much that pack of cigarettes costs in New York City right now? What the pack of cigarettes like twelve something dollars, right? Crazy. So guess what? You you an everyday smoker? Nah. You smoke every week? Yeah. Twelve dollars? Where? So guess what? You can take that twelve dollars every two weeks. That's like fifty dollars right there. In a mm. month, that's hundred dollars right there. How bad do you want this equipment? How bad do you want this equipment? We we we're talking a hundred dollars a month? Can you put a hundred dollars a month to the side? Really? If you can't do that, then shit. Hey, what what else? For for the people that can't save money, and I'm talking about for saving money, there's no amount of money too little to save. That is what people need to always have in their brain. Absolutely. The mentality of, of the average artist needs to change. Same thing with the engineer. Oh, man, I can't afford this gear. Shit. You got credit? Nah, man, my credit's bad. Why your credit bad? Oh, man, because I did this, this, and this. All right, let's go fix it. Man, that's, that's going to take some time. You got time, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to. We, we already spoke about that one. Rick Ross out here, I'll be hey. damn near 50. You do, but the point, the point of everything I just said, you got time. You have time. You ain't, you ain't signed to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't signed to a soul. Guess what? You got time. We have time. We are the ones that take time away from the things that we want to do or don't want to do. We have time. So guess what? Because I got time, I'm going to take care of this joint. Yo, in two years, my credit, my, my credit literally went from a five- 30, 40 something to a 702 in two years. That's crazy. I've made time. That's yeah. it. And, and, and again, look, I'm not tooting the horn. Again, mm-hmm. I, I I play my own guinea pig. I always play my own guinea pig because I'm now in the life position to play my own guinea pig. So guess what? We're going to test out this theory. I had good friends. And look, you people, you can go on Facebook right now and literally go type up when I asked about, hey, what can I do to make my credit better? And my friends all kicked in. And you could literally see when that was those two years ago and saw when they helped me out and what I could have done. And I did it. I listened to what other people with better experience and who did better than myself did and did what they told me to do. And here I am. Doing better. <laughs> you, there, there, I don't, there's nothing else to say. That's it. What do they tell you to do? Will, go pay off all these small bills. <laughs> all right. You sure? Yeah. Let's go pay off all the small shit first. All right, cool. Paid off all the small shit. Hey, you can't afford this big bill? Nah. All right, so call the company. Tell them this is how much money you can do. I did that. They said, cool. I paid it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, this shit works. That's it. That's 100% it. It, it, it wasn't crazy. I, I decided to not be scared to pick up the phone and just say, hey. I need help. It's not a bad thing. Bill, twelve hundred, twelve hundred something dollars. Man, all I got in the bank right now is a buck fifty. You know what? 
Let me go talk to my constituents and see what we can do. 24 hours later. You know what? We'll take that buck 50. Word? <laughs> <laughs> Word. That's, that's how it is. That's how it is, man. You just, Guess what? Can't be afraid. Guess what? I paid off enough bills to get my engagement ring. I took love that, it. Took that engagement ring, went and opened up that credit account. It was a $2,000 credit account. Guess what that did? It gave me more good credit. Exactly. Now, and you kept paying I, shit off. Simple as that. And I never missed the payment. You know what that did? It gave me more good, good credit. credit. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That was it. Oh, shit. I couldn't afford gear. You know what I need? I need, I need money for gear. No, you just need better fucking credit. So that's what I did. I kept paying off all the other things. So now mm-hmm. I got more good credit. So when I bought my first piece of gear on credit... And I paid that off. They sent that all to all the other credit companies. Guess what? Now I have more good credit. So you know what we did again? I bought more gear on credit. Paid that off. Oh, shoot. And now I have more good credit. Here I am at two years later. Running my own business. I work for myself. I make my own money. I have really good gear. And I did it all literally off of just using the system that was designed for, for it to work in my favor if I did it the right way. The right way. And, it, and it's working beautifully. That's kind of what I did here, too. It, g- same shit, same shit, baby. Look, look, new computers. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right though? But Microphones, mixer board, all that shit. But that, but that's that's the catch. You you gotta stick to it. You gotta move with it. You gotta make sure that you're on top of it. Like don't it's like having kids. You got <laughs> don't don't be out here neglecting. Like, Hell no. Nah. Your your credit is your is your baby. Make sure you take care of it. It'll take care of you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Man, we're about, hey, look. hey, we're at that time right now, but I want, I want you to talk about good, this man. right now. I want you to talk about this. Quality Touch Studios. Mm-hmm. Sell it to me. All right. That's your business right here. Let's uh, talk yeah, about my it. baby. All right, so Quality Touch Studios is, as of, as of right now, Quality Touch Studios is actually the number one recording studio, project studio, mm. in a 40-mile radius out of Waldorf, Maryland. I love it. Period. Okay? We give you a great sound. We make sure that you walk out of there with a rough that sounds like it can be finished because I promise you, there's a lot of roughs out here that we got. That a lot sound of roughs like, sounding rough. <laughs> our roughs are sounding like finished records, and guess what? People be running with them roughs. I, I got a guy right now just did a video to his rough, <laughs> and everyone says they love it. AJ, ours worked with last week. I was there. Worked with a rough. That, that's that rough sound like a master. So that's what we do. I'm I am here to make sure that we win this Grammy. With who? Don't care. When I don't care, I'm here to. I, I want to win this Grammy this year. <laughs> Let's do it. I got, I got absolutely. Some rec- I got records this year that are coming out that'd be crazy for some majors. I'm down for it. I got some records that are supposed to be dropping out probably in the next year as well because you know records take time and that's what how, how it works. Other than that, Quality Touch Studios also we also have another in-house engineer. His name is Slim. All right, Slim is a great amazing young engineer and I'm not saying that to to detract from his skills he just happens to be young that's all that is (laughs) that's it he just happens to be a young guy Slim has yo Slim has the potential to have probably a billboard hit Mm. easily Okay, myself out of the equation. Slim has worked on some crazy records this year, and his some of his clients might not notice, but there are two of his clients. If they if they see this, they know who they are, and yeah, they are they are independent local guys. And yo, these guys have something crazy. I promise you. I promise you. You're gonna see it. And be like, woo! <laughs> I want to. Hey, I'm excited. Let's man, make it happen. Hey, it's absolutely. Be nuts. Um, other than that, man, that's that's the whole goal, man. I'm I'm here to make sure that artists. Get what get what they deserve. 
that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make sure artists get what they deserve. I'm here to make sure you get a great sound. I'm here to make sure that you actually can build a career. Let's let's put the put your money where your mouth is. All right. I want you to be able to show your family and your friends that you can make a great living out of what you're trying to do. And yeah, it's not easy. Yes, it's hard. I'm it, not, it'll cost some money. Yo, I'm I'm not here to sell a dream. I'm here to help you make yours come true. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my goal. I'm here to help you make it come true. And guess I love what? It. That might take you going somewhere else or working with somebody else or rocking out somewhere else or taking some trips. Don't care. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. That's what I'm here for. I'm down for the get down. I, that's the difference between myself and a whole lot of other folks. We down for it. Oh, well, I need you in New York. Shit. All right. <laughs> Four and a half hour trip, my man. We on it. Let's go. Hey, let's, hey let's make it happen. Simple as that. Oh, well, I'm going to be in New York, man. All right. You got the hotel and travel fee? Yeah, I got it. Guess what? We on it. I'm down. I'm always down. That's the thing. I'm always down. And that's that's what separates us from everybody else. I am always down. If so, if you can go record at any other studio, I don't care. Ask me any question you need. I don't care. I'm down. I'm down to help you. And you can also, I believe people can also send you their mixes from other studios and have you. I've been getting mixes from all over the world, man. <laughs> my year has been stupid. I, I, I got, I had a, um, I had a Latin pop record. I was actually on. Oh damn! Like a month ago. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like I said, I got, I got some crazy things coming down the pipeline. That what's, what's next for Quality Touch and Will um, Bowser? Let's see. Well, we actually, we might be moving locations. Because you know we're actually getting a home. So yeah, congratulations I, by I'm the actually, way. I'm, yeah. So we're doing all this competing with all these studios. I, I'm a home project studio, that and that's what that's what kind of has my competition looking at me all side eyes. Like, I, we run a home recording studio. Yes, it's a project studio because of the things we have and what we can do. Right. But the reality is that's what we run, and it's comfortable, and we compete, and we compete hard, and so because of that, yeah, it's been a really good year. I've we've made some good money. We're at the point now where we can get a house. So guess what? Getting a house is our number one goal. And me getting a house will only increase things because I'm definitely building one of the um, most amazing studios in the world. I became friends with a lot of really big people. <laughs> and so 2018. They, they really want to see me win because we have a lot of things invested in a lot of different places around the world. We, we're looking to do a lot more global work. Like I love the DMV. Don't yeah. ever don't don't no one will ever get that twisted. I love that. But I'm looking the door I'm looking to open is about twenty feet tall. <laughs> and mm. and probably maybe has never been open before. But that I don't care because that's not gonna stop me. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Real selfish question. Sure. Can a podcast win a Grammy? Can a podcast win a Grammy? I think they can actually. I think mm. you can. I, I think it comes down to the content that you're talking about because you know I've seen kids shows and kids stuff and yeah. all kinds of other things win Grammys like okay my friend Richard right or Richard Abel shout out to Richard because Richard does all of my graphic design you the graphic folks win Grammys too right if you're part of the project you can do it Richard you put me in contact with him yeah that's right he did that's great work he does great work hey I'm, absolutely that's what I'm saying like yeah that, that's why the credits have to be the way they are which a lot of folks don't understand. You have to put your credits on your on your album's front or back cover a certain kind of way because that's how they're accredited. I love it. See, but, but man, look, there's so there's there's so many small intricate things that to this industry on how to actually do the things that you probably want to do. Like for most artists, if they're like, man, my music ain't never gonna go nowhere. Well, you're you're a really good artist. You could probably write for somebody. There's the different there's different paths in the industry. And but most people don't. They just want to be big and famous. When the reality is, you can get there if you take the path that is laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like the dream, 
you know what I'm saying, got in like a writer. Like, so did Neo. Like, these are guys that wrote for... Carrie Hilson. Wrote for Michael Jackson. Like, it's like when Neo says, yeah, I wrote for Michael when I was 15 years old. You go, damn, that's crazy. It's like, yeah, and then I grew up and then they made my own hit records. And you're like, damn, that's crazy. But, the door in. But, the, yeah, that's, that's that's the point. He he was like, well, I want to be an artist, but Michael's asked me for a record. <laughs> 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 like, like, who says nah? Like, that's what I'm saying. Who says no to that? Who says no? You who? shouldn't. Take opportunity. Like we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Remember? You're like, well, who, how, how can you? Well, don't turn them down. Don't, don't be out. Don't, don't have your nose in the air. Like live out here on the, on the ground with the rest of us. Run with the rest of us. Enjoy run. it. Yeah. The, like, the run is fun. It's a fun run. Look, like, like I said, look, you only live once, twice if you're lucky. Right. Right. I, but I, I mean that. I really do mean that. Like I've had too many friends die. I've had too many friends and people that I've done music with pass on and not have a legacy of music, even though that's what they wanted. Like, put these records out. Who are you sitting on for? You ain't you ain't signing nobody. What's your fan base really looking like? Guess what they want? They want the music. You got a fan base? Guess what they're your fan of? The music. Make it happen. On, Let's man. sound off, Will. What you got? Right. Anything else? Well, nah. I love it, man. This it's, is fun. It's, it's fun yeah. as shit. I was going to say, man, look, I, I've i been enjoying it. I know my phone right now. It's going off. Like, it missed. 12 messages <laughs> like everybody I need you to grab look at that my wife I need you to grab the mail <laughs> well I don't want to miss this piss I gotta take so I'm going to end this thing right now of course hey Will love it man hey, yeah look, we'll I, get you back on here I appreciate it I was gonna say let's have like the whole round Dude, table hey, discussion bring them all out here bring them all out here I got the cameras and the mics for it. I got hey, five look, mics five my cameras one, my one good friend he's the vice chair of the audio engineering society which which I feel a lot of young upcoming and even older engineers should be a part of because that helps change things. I have a friend who was definitely the head educator at the art Institute. So yeah, you probably, you probably should listen to the things that this man has to say as he's been helping teach the younger generation that has been up and coming. I feel like a lot of folks really need, they need the opposite of what YouTube gives them. Hmm. You need the actual instruction and guidance. That's the problem with YouTube. YouTube does not say this is point a and this is Z. You see what I'm saying? Get if you get it, I promise you. If you get if you ever get the instruction or guidance from someone that has done it and is doing better, you'll always win. Because li- literally, like, how can you be like nah? <laughs> Listen to your OGs. That, that's like a li- that's a life lesson. <laughs> that's a life lesson. Your right. your OG is alive and running. You should probably listen to this first. <laughs> Let's sign off. Appreciate right, y'all. Well, appreciate you. Thank you, man. I Absolutely. appreciate you having me on, man. Quality touch, being my podcast, baby. Yes, sir. So how was that, man? Oh, you were wonderful.